Podcasting from Hartford, you're listening to the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast, your place for all things Connecticut sports. And here is your host, Jared Cutler. On today's episode, University of Hartford head coach John Gallagher joins the podcast. He takes us through what the season has been like for his team and dives into the upcoming America East tournament. And now to my conversation with head coach John Gallagher. So, Coach Gallagher, I know this has been a season unlike any other for you. Let's just start with the, the broad question here, and then we could dive into different areas. But overall, what what has this season been like for you and your team? I mean, it's for us, you know, I thought we've handled it really well. Um, I think our administration has been unbelievable. And I think we really, the protocols and procedures – that we've had to uh, do uh, to get a season over, I mean, to, to get a season accomplished, um, is it's amazing the effort that goes in from a testing standpoint, from a cleaning standpoint, from a protocol standpoint. Uh, I, I give my I tip my hat to the administrators for supporting our student athletes and getting this done. So it's, it's exhausting. I mean, it's exhausting for our administration. Uh, it's exhausting for our players, and it is exhausting for us coaches. So, uh, I think it's worth it uh, when you get to the games and the energy you, you 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 can feel, and it brings the games bring some normalcy to it. But the reality mm-hmm. is. There's nothing normal about what we are doing. I know in, in terms of, you know, just looking at the schedule, you got you guys have the back-to-backs, then you, you have breaks in the action. You know, like like I, I think probably every team has had to undergo some sort of pause throughout the year. What's it been like having that stop-and-go atmosphere this season and really not knowing if these games are going to get played that are on your schedule? It's just unpredictable. I mean, we're playing a conference tournament that you may not play the team you're seated against. If one of the teams tests positive, it shifts everything. So, um, you know, I think everyone's just waiting and seeing um, this week on how the testing goes. What has been the, the biggest challenge for you guys this year in, in overcoming all of these different obstacles that, that have been thrown in your way? Whew. Well, I, I, you know, I think the back-to-backs are the biggest challenge for it's just it's really hard to sweep. And these games mm-hmm. are just grinders. I mean, this, the last 10 minutes of the second game, you're, you know, they're as intense as any game I've, I've been a part of. And that's across the board, whether it's UMBC, you know, Lowell, um, any of these games, you, you know, you can flip a coin and say which one's more intense. You know, it's so such a thin line on the intensity it's so you, know, you can feel it so i you know i think i think the, the back to backs present such a challenge for everybody once you play these back to backs and then say say the next week you, you've got two games on the schedule and, and because of circumstances out of your control you know it's with the other team there there's a pause what are you what have you been doing with your team to occupy some of those times when you would be having games is it just kind of practice as normal or have have you done things differently during those times it's practice as normal um it's dig in it's trying to be competitive every day it's uh i mean it it, it is absolute cutthroat uh trying to amp the intensity up 
uh, you know, and I think the, the practices you had to make like the games. Uh, so the intensity is at an all-time high in practice. And then you have to level it down when you're coming up to a game. Uh, mm-hmm. So it, it, you have to be very, uh, and we use this word a lot, uh, you have to be very intentional about what you're trying to accomplish every day. And you have to be intentional about the practice plans. You have to be intentional about the time. You have to be intentional about, uh, you know, who's practicing how many minutes. Do you want them to practice a lot today? You know, because you're, you're, you're going, mm-hmm. some, in a lot of spaces, you're going 13 days in between games. What's it been like? From a team perspective, say say you're thirteen game or thirteen days in between games. What's it like when you're playing that first game back? When do you really see that rust show up from from having not played in so long? Is it early on in the game? Is it down the stretch in the second half when when maybe your legs are a little tired? What have you noticed this season from your team and when things have been toughest coming off that pause? It's the beginning of the game, and it's the end of the game. That's the that's the two mm-hmm. areas where you can really. So, you know, this Saturday we're playing as, you know, this team's playing as good as any team in our league, Binghamton. I mean, they got scores, and they just swept NJIT. They should have swept New Hampshire. Um, they have basically playing all freshmen. Uh, this, is a, this is a team that Tommy Dempsey, the coach, is going to – he's got a championship type of team in the next couple of years here. And they got they got five guys that can all shoot. They dribble, pass, and shoot, and we are going to have our hands full. Um, they were up 25 on Saturday against NJIT, and I think they were up 15 or 17 on Sunday. Um, so they're the hottest team, I think, in the conference, and I think it's a semifinal game. I really do. I think a year from today, uh, you know, if I'm predicting, I think Binghamton's a top-four team, you know, maybe you know even one, two, three. And I think, you know, we're returning a lot of guys, and uh, I think we're that. So we're you're seeing a game on Saturday that's, I think it'll be played at a really high level. I, I'm curious to dive a little bit more into the America East tournament this year, because I, I know things are, are very different than in years past. As you said, you guys are playing Binghamton uh, on Saturday. You play again on, on Sunday, you know, if you win. What's it like this year? Because those top two seeds are getting getting buys onto the next weekend. Do you like where you are in this situation where you're not really waiting two weeks to get in a game again? Cause UMBC and Vermont who are one and two in the league aren't going to play for another two weeks. Whereas you get some of those high intensity postseason games under your belt this weekend. And should you advance, you guys are going to be the hot team coming into those. How do you feel about the tournament set up this year? Oh, I love it. I, I think I think the one and two deserve the double buy in a crazy year. I think, I think whoever wins, whoever comes out of these pods, it could be anybody. Um, whoever comes out of the pods will be. I mean, those games are going to be really tight between, you know, Vermont and UMBC, uh, and whoever wins these games this weekend, uh, because I think you got a lot of momentum. You've won two games on a weekend, and there's a lot of juice behind you. Uh, I, I I really think uh, you'll see a great Americas tournament this year. 
Yeah, I, I, I do like this format and think it, it's going to be really exciting for fans to watch. In terms of just the COVID setup and, and everything with the pods this year, I know you, you talked about, you know, say some team test positive. What are what are the protocols like heading into this weekend? Are, when are these teams, because I know with, with Hartford hosting, when do these teams come here? Is it something like, you know, they come here a couple of days before you're kind of locked down until those games? What is What have you been told that this uh, setup is going to be like? It's 48 hours, so if I think this is what it is, I'm 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 I'm, I'm going to speak here. I could be a little off, but I know it's 48 hours in advance. If it changes, the seedings change, and you get you're going to a different location. If it's okay. if it's after 48 hours, you're keeping the opponent you have because the preparation. So right. So, you know, I think if there is a, you know, I think there's been cancellations in our league, you know, seven out of the last eight weeks. I think it's something crazy like that. Um, you know, I think it's since January 23rd, there's been cancellations. So the schedule, you have to be flexible um, and you have to be ready to go. So um, it's... After it, like if, if for me to give you the, the the scenarios, it's wild. Like if if four if three cancels or four cancels, it goes like this. If five cancels, it's like you yeah. need you need to be an MIT, you know, you know, an MIT <laughs> to remember it all. Well, de- definitely uh, an interesting conference tournament uh, to kind of wrap up uh, in, in an interesting season. What are your thoughts on, on your team heading into the season? And then maybe we could dive into, you know, some of the players this year and, and who's impressed you the most, uh, you know, this season. Yeah, I mean, Austin Williams has jumped off the page for us. Um, he's got two more years after this. He's got a, just a, a high-level motor, great kid, um, you know, athletic, plays above the rim, great passer, um, great feel. He's a great defender. He's, a, he's an all-conference type of player. So he's given us a lot. Hunter Marks, we got him after this year for another two years. He's played great, and you know he's been uh, just a consummate Hartford Hawk type of guy. He knows what he has to do. Um, you know, I I, I was going to leave him the last, but I'll just tell you, Tracy Carter is the best defender I've ever coached. So, you know, I think he brings so much leadership to the table, and he's a big game guy. He always shows up in the big moment. So. He understands how important these games are. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then Miroslav Stoffel, he's really, um, he's grown, uh, and and he's a huge factor for us to get, go make a deep run into the tournament. And then DJ Mitchell, I mean, what, what do you say? He's the best shooter in the conference right now. So, um, you know, and we're doing this without, uh, you know, arguably one of our best players in Moses Flowers. So, when these guys come back for next year and they're all excited about coming back, I mean, we're, we can have some, you know, this is, this will be the fourth winning year in, mm-hmm. in a row. Um, I don't think that's ever been done in, in Hartford basketball in the division one era. Um, we won a lot of road games in the last four years. Um, and we've developed into a program and, uh, you know, these young guys now, they all have two and three years left. You know, Tom Webley will have four years. We have a kid, Briggs McLean, who's going to be really good. He's got four years. There's a lot of pieces we have. P.J. Henry, 
I mean, after this year, he's got three years left. So, Jared, this is going to be an exciting time for us. Yeah, I, I know. I what I've watched of your team this year, I've, I've really enjoyed watching them, and excited to see how they how they all can continue to grow because you've seen that development this year from from a lot of those guys uh, who have returned. What has the team attitude been like? Because I, I know it has to be tough from a player's perspective this season. You know, again, with, with all the challenges that have come, how, how would you say they've handled it this season? Tremendous. I mean, they, they, this group is so special. I mean, obviously, I don't have to reiterate it, but a lot of these guys had their dreams shattered last year, you know, going up to Vermont, not even yeah. playing in the game. So I, I, I think – we 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 had to take a deep breath and you know we're eleven eight overall we're eleven and six in 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 our level games and I think two of them we should have won so really I mean we're thir- you know could be thirteen and four at our level I think these guys have established themselves um, as really good you know college basketball players they understand what needs to be done and they have. Not let the distracted distractions get in the way of their play. That's hard to do, Jared. It's really hard to do. Yeah, I, I know it's you know the, your last game was on February 14th, so I'm I'm sure just getting out there to start the conference tournament this weekend will be motivation enough for your for you guys. But uh, have you been able to use last year in that run and what they were able to do, and then ultimately not even be able to play that game? Is that motivation for your guys heading into this March? You know, I I don't know if it's motivation. I think. Just having the experience of winning a couple games last year, they know what needs to be done from a preparation standpoint. They know, you know, there's like no one's taking big into it's a four nine game. My team knows this is a this is a top four or five team in our league right now. Our team knows it. When we got a we got a we we got a bad seed, but we can't say it's a bad seed because we are playing at home. We got two games at home. If we can win Saturday. You've done a lot, but this is the hottest team in our league, and we gotta we gotta really come out and play with unbelievable energy. I mean, we can't. Someone said, "Well, you think you'll take them lightly? Lightly? Have you watched them play <laughs> lightly? If they won the tournament, if Big and Tim went to the NCAA tournament, it wouldn't shock me. Would not shock me. I think this is a semifinal game." And, and and that's the respect I have for Coach Dempsey, his players, his program. I'm going to give you the best best compliment I can, can give about a college basketball coach. He's he, they haven't won a they have had COVID, they have had injuries. Thomas Bruce was in, is their starting center. He was out with mm-hmm. uh, concussions. Go watch their NJIT games from this weekend. They look like a top three team with the energy. I mean. They look – if you watch them, you wouldn't know that they that they haven't won as much. And the energy that they exhibited, they were 19 days off. And they, they came in. They're up 25 on Saturday. And he subbed everybody with five minutes left. They won by 13 or 14. And then Sunday, I mean, it, it was just a really impressive weekend. If you if you want to see how co- judge a college basketball coach when your team isn't ha- isn't winning as much and their energy that Binghamton played with that's a, that's a that's a that's a really good college basketball coach and program in Binghamton mm-hmm. and that's what we have to you know if if you're saying 
tomorrow that there's a cancellation and Brigginton moved out of our bracket, would I be happy? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I have no problem saying it. I think any coach in the league that's put on Binghamton lately, they have seen a championship type of program. Is the program, have you seen them grow since you played them uh, back early in January compared to where they are right now? Ah, oh my God. Well, they should have beat us the second game. I mean, they should have. Uh, we didn't, they deserved to win that game. We got lucky. Um, I'll say this, watching them, I talked to Ryan Odom about it this week. Uh, we're both fascinated by Tommy and we're a little in awe. I think, and that's the best way to describe it. We're a little bit in awe of how much energy and the job he's done and the players he has and the program he has. Like, it's a, it, I'm just telling you, if they won the America's Championship, it wouldn't shock me. Wouldn't shock me. They're a top four team right now. I don't know what to say. It's, it's impressive the, the growth in the past four weeks. They probably, you know, in the future have three first team or second team all league guys. I mean, I'll tell you the, the, the respect I have for him. My assistant coach Tim Brooks has the scout. Two weeks ago, Tim said to me, "You know, you we we need Binghamton out. We we don't need to be facing Binghamton in the first round." I think every coach said it. Now we got him, so we're going to have to prepare, and we're going to have to have high level Hartford energy, and we're going to do that. Um. Because I do think we're a top four team, I do think we're a top, you know, top tier team, and we're dying to take that next step. But it's just crazy that the hottest team we're going to have to face, uh, you know, on Saturday. When it comes to the conference tournament, I, I know you don't want to really look ahead here, but what's it like preparing for this year's conference tournament? Because normally, after the first round game, you'd have a few days at least to to prep for the next game. Do you? You know, are you are you guys already scouting? You know, potential matchups for that second game. You know, should you move on there, or or is that a kind of a, an all out effort? Uh, stay up all night that that next uh, you know Saturday night if you guys win. It's an all out. I mean, no one's focusing on the the next pot. I mean, my assistants mm. have a file on the teams, but all hands are on deck to beat Binghamton. You know, you got guys focusing on their baseline out of bounds, our baseline out of bounds, sideline out of bounds. You know, they're playing one three one with Bruce at the top, how we're gonna attack it. Fortunately we play a one three one, so we know how we're gonna go hard at it. They play two three and they extend it. They play man to man. So look, they're you know, they play switching man to man. They they do a great job. I mean, it's gonna be you're gonna have to play well to win. And uh, you know, I think you you can hear it in my voice, the respect I have. No one's taken anyone lately Saturday, including my players and myself and the staff. Um, we understand um, how hard it's going to be to win. And when you, you, if you're lucky enough to win, you the, the, the second you win the game, you can start focusing on who wins the next game. But you can, you have mm -hmm. to you, you can't even think about who's in the other game. I wouldn't even know who's playing at Hartford. That's how focused I am on Binghamton. Absolutely. Coach, I'll wrap with, with this one. You know, I know we talked at the end of the last season when, when we didn't know what things were going to look like. We talked at the start of this season, and we still had no clue what things would look like. Are, are you surprised that you guys were able to, 
in college basketball in general was able to get to this point where you are playing conference tournaments and, and things are looking good for an NCAA tournament, hopefully. Yeah, I tip my hat to the, you know Dan Gabbett and the NCAA. I tip my hat to Arkham America East Commissioner Amy Hugtausen and uh, our Associate Commissioner Matt Bork. They just they had to be very flexible, and they moved the tournament up, and coaches have to be flexible. Um, and, and, and you have to be excited to be playing. If they told me, hey, you've got to play this team, you've got to be excited to play. Just like we took the UConn game and we took the Villanova game on a, you know, on a fly, you know, one week in advance. You know, if, if you can give your kids the opportunity to play games, you know, you got to do it. You got to tip the ball up. And, um, you know, it's, you know, two years ago, we lost six or our six top six guys, you know, and, in, you know, in, in a lot of those Ken Palm polls and a lot of, we like, we were 350. We got to the America East championship game. We had, you know, three best years. And then this year we came back and bounced back and we have another winning year. Obviously we didn't play a lot of games. I do think this was a close to 20 win team. And then next year, our fifth year, can we, can we keep on taking the step to knock on mm-hmm. the door to the NCAA tournament? Um, and I think we are. I, I think we have a legitimate shot this year. But you can't do that. It takes every ounce of your body and soul and fiber to build a college basketball program the way we've done it. This will be the sixth winning season out of 11. If you look at our history, that's not been done. You know, and, and uh, am I trying to pat myself on the back? Absolutely not. You know what I'm, I'm giving credit to? My assistant coaches, John Linehan, who's at Georgia, Donnie Carr, who's at LaSalle, guys, you know, Tom Devitt, Matt Mahalik. Tom Devitt's my guy now. Matt's at Avon Old Farms. My, my collection now, my assistants now, you know, Tom's with me, Yolanzo Moore, you know, Andy Hurd, Tim Brooks. We have such a, a great staff that – but it's like J.R. Lynch and John Carroll and Jason Dunn, everyone's a part of this. And that's why you get text messages from so many guys about the team. And it's fascinating. It's really a neighborhood, Jared. It's really a neighborhood. And it is no, it's not my program. It's our program. It's all of ours. And that's where – 10 years, if I'm not at Hartford, I'll always be connected to this program. And it's because of the staff my and, and, most importantly, my players. My former players and my current players make it so special coming into work every day. And you can feel it. In my, that's why, you know, the respect I have for Biggerton, I can see what Tommy has done and built and mm. what they can be. And I can see, see a lot of Hartford in Binghamton. And I, I see a lot of similarities, and that's why this Saturday is going to be a real test. Coach Gallagher, I really appreciate the time. Uh, thanks so much for coming on, and, and good luck uh, come this weekend. Jared, I always appreciate your support, your texts, your tweets. Um, it's great to have you a part of our neighborhood, and you do a great job, and I appreciate the coverage. Thanks for listening to the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast with Jared Cutler. If you like the show and want to know more, check out the podcast on Twitter, at CT Scoreboard Pod, the host at Jared Cotler, and find us on Facebook at the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast. 
Finally, if you enjoy what you're listening to, rate and review us on iTunes. Thanks again for listening.